What number is this, Chip? Ho, ho, ho! Zilch124! Look who's here! Hi, it's John Hughes from Rhino. And it's Andrew Sandoval. The rumors are true. The Monkees have a Christmas album coming out on October the 12th. And it's called Christmas Party. I am getting cheerful. <laughs> okay, don't, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I'm Zilch. Zilch. You're listening to Zilch, a Monkees podcast. Welcome back to Zilch, your podcast full of monkeys. Boy, we got some big news. On the other end of the phone, we have two returning Zilchers. Gentlemen, please introduce yourself. Hi, it's John Hughes from Rhino. And it's Andrew Sandoval. Welcome back to Zilch. Every time you guys drop by, there's always big monkey news of brewing. What's up? You've redecorated. I like it. Yes, we have. We put in the spiral staircase. <laughs> I'm, I'll try not to smash my uh, face into the green cake when I come down. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of uh, green and red, the rumors are true, Andrew. Uh, the Monkees have a Christmas album coming out on October the 12th. And it's called Christmas Party. Wow, this is exciting. This is something that's been whispered about. Ever since Good Times came out, basically, there's been some rumors swirling around, whether it was Andrew Partridge or other people talking about it. And I heard that Nez kind of let the cat out of the bag. We had them all killed. That was <laughs> why it was delayed by a year. Everybody who spoke about it had to be assassinated. <laughs> no. you know, we The main thing that John and I had in mind for this record was not that it just be a Monkey's Christmas album in name, but be a Monkey's Christmas album in content, meaning... All four monkeys would be represented on the album, and that's what we have achieved. So um, I'm very, very happy and grateful for that. Yeah, it, it has been uh, nearly two years in the making, and that's actually a good thing because having to just rush this out in order to have a Christmas product in the stores last year was the wrong move. Uh, you know, a lot of care went into the A&R of this, a lot of care went into the recording of this and to make sure everybody was represented and it is a really strong record. Uh, it's a really strong monkeys record, and it just happens to be a Christmas record. To me, this is something that I've always been kind of interested in, in having happen because we've had some. Whether the monkeys be it solo artist or doing something with Chip Douglas, they've they've done a lot of stuff. And of course, we've remember the great MTV uh, thing where Mike came out as Santa. So. You know, this is something that the monkeys have always kind of played in. And, the, of course, don't forget the Christmas episode of the TV show in oh, season two. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you mentioned that all four of the monkeys are on this. Now, how is this possible? Well, you and Zilch Nation are probably well aware that Davey recorded a Christmas record with Chip Douglas in 91? Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. And when we started talking about this process, I thought that specifically since we had Davey on Good Times, it would be great to have Davey's voice again, and 
particular, I think Davey's voice sounds amazing on the two songs that he's on on this record. It, you know, Chip had preserved the multi-tracks from that from those sessions, and was able to give Adam Schlesinger, the producer, access to those raw elements so that he could rebuild more contemporary tracks for Davey to be on. And you know, a little different than Love to Love on Good Times, but still a similar sort of thought that. Davey would be a part of the Monkees again and be represented with uh, some songs on the record. And that was definitely where we wanted it to be. And you heard that right, producer Adam Schlesinger. So the uh, band is back together again in a way. Yeah, and I, you know, on Nez's tracks, you have you have two tracks, one track produced by Christian Nesmith and one track produced by Jonathan Nesmith. Wow, that really is in, uh, you know, all all in the family, right? <laughs> yeah, and I think that those two tracks are, are two of the best things on the record. I mean, I know the buzz on Good Times when, when it was just announced and people were waiting for it to come out. You know, there was a lot of speculation. Well, Michael's not going to be on this record. Of course <laughs> he would never do that. And then he ended up having the some of the standout cuts on the record, and everybody was floored. I think people will be floored again by his cuts on this record. And I think Davey's voice just sounds so great. When I've previewed little bits and pieces to people <laughs> – they go, wow, oh my God, sounds incredible. And uh, so it's it's great to hear Davey and hear Peter. And of course, Mickey, being the amazing lead singer that he is, sings quite a few leads on this and, and again, turns in a remarkable performance throughout. Yeah, and I think uh, when this goes live, this podcast goes live, the uh, track list is going to be out there. So we can just talk about some of the songs if you want, Ken. Do you want to do, do that? I absolutely want you to go through the entire track list, please. I will let Andrew take the first one because it's someone close to him. Yeah, we went back to Andy Partridge. I mean, in, in many ways, he kind of came back to us. What can I do? What can I write? How can I write for the Monkees again? And he actually wrote, like he did for Good Times, he wrote a number of songs for this album. And the lead-off track is his, it's called Unwrap You at Christmas. And it's a wonderful song that from the time I heard the demo, I knew... This is a hit song. So uh, it's it's been unbelievable hearing the process and then hearing Mickey sing it. And, and uh, once again, I think that that's the lead-off thing for the entire uh, it's campaign. Our, it's our focus track. It's the single. There's going to be a lyric video uh, and a big push from uh, Rhino and Warner Music globally, globally around this track. Wow. So that's a good way to start the uh, second track is called what would santa do and again bringing the whole gang back together it was written by rivers cuomo oh wow <laughs> he makes so. a return appearance on a monkey's album and again written specifically for us for the monkeys mm-hmm. you know, for this record uh, when I say us, I mean for, for Rhino, for the A&R people, which is John and myself. Mm-hmm. We reached out to a number of different writers, and you know, Andy and Rivers once again came up with brilliant, brilliant contributions. So track three is the first Davy track of the record, and I think it's going to be one that uh, surprises people. It is the song that I cannot stop singing over and over again, much to the dismay of the people around me. It's Meli Kaliki Maka. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> which is a total Davy track. I mean, you think about Davy and, you know, his love of show tunes and, and things like that. Yeah, it's very Harry Nilsson. And, and the good thing is that now there is um, there's a cure for that. There's a cure for Malikilikamaka. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about when it first came out, there was a, you know, problem with it. Now 
it can exist in a, in a different time where, exactly. where people feel they, people like John can sing that. It's no longer chronic. <laughs> Melikalikimaka is now a manageable That's affliction. Right. That's right. Uh, the fourth song is uh, really interesting. It's written by Adam Schlesinger with the lyrics written by Michael Chaban, the author. And it's called House of Broken Gingerbread. And it's one of those songs that sounds really cheerful and fun. And then you read the lyrics and you go, ooh. It's very very dark. Yeah. And so so tell the Zilch listeners something that Michael has written. Do you know? Off the oh, Adventures of Cavalier and Clay uh, is his, probably his most famous uh, book. And beyond that, you got me on the spot, and I don't want to Google in front of you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's a bit, it's almost like a, it's very poetic. It's almost like a daily, nightly uh, Christmas type record. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, and then track five is Nez coming into the scene with uh, his version of the Christmas song. You know, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's very much. John and I were said we should have like a don't call on me kind of mm-hmm. moment on this. And if you're wondering, well, why'd you make Michael Nesmith do the Christmas song? Well, neither of us made Michael Nesmith do anything. <laughs> he wanted to do the Christmas song. He, in fact, he listened to all the material that we had in, and he gave us his two cents, and then his five cents, and his quarters, and his dollars, and everything. And he said, "Well, I want to do some traditional songs." And I, when we said, "Well, like what?" We mm-hmm. were finally exhausted playing him stuff. He goes, "Well, I want to do the Christmas song." It's just the exact opposite of what you think he would want, and I was so surprised because I thought, okay, you know, I'm I'm going to these songwriters, and I'm specifically thinking of Nez for a couple of things, and I present them to him. And he's like. I don't know about any of this. And I, well, okay, what do you want to do? I want to do the Christmas song. I'm like, really? Okay. Because I would never have thought to pitch that to him. No, no. We didn't pitch them really any traditional songs. We pitched them a lot of newer things. Right. So the traditional things kind of came by way of, you know, really what they want to do. And this is a beautiful production by Christian Nesmith, and it features Pete Finney, who mm-hmm. we all have recently heard play pedal steel on the Mike and Mickey shows and First National Band shows, and he's... It has just great, great Nez flavor to it with the pedal steel. Christian plays on it, and Cersei does backing vocals on it, so it's definitely a family affair on that one. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Track six, we're going to blow you away here. It's the title track, Christmas Party. Oh, by the way, have we mentioned the album's called Christmas Party? (laughs) The album's called Christmas Party, The Monkey's Christmas Party. And uh, the title track is written by uh, Peter Buck from R.E.M. and Mm. Scott McCoy who is the touring guitarist, who was the touring guitarist for R.E.M. And, and was in and Young Fresh Fellows. Young Fresh Fellows, yeah. And the Minus Five and a bunch of other cool aggregations. So we'll let you react to that one now. Gasp! Guffaw! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's great news. Now, what's the title again? Christmas Party. Christmas Party. Not the Monkeys Christmas Party, but... Uh, if you want, it's almost like the, we almost call it the Monkeys Present, <laughs> or the Monkeys Present. Or it could have been the Monkeys Christmas Present. Yeah, we yeah. That, that came around. Uh, Mickey had a great suggestion, Yule Times. Yes. <laughs> so you have that. That one writes itself. There's some Yule Times coming on. Yeah. <laughs> but track seven is a surprise, I think. But it really makes sense if you stop and think about it for 20 seconds. And again, this is so close to your heart, Andrew. I'll let you take this one. Well, we got them to do a few uh, covers of things, too, the, uh, Christmas songs. And one of the things we put forward was Jesus Christ, which is a song best known by Alex Chilton and Big Star. It was done on the Big Star third album. Mm-hmm. And so it, 
it was uh, the track was recut by Adam and has Peter Buck playing the guitar on it. And Scott McCoy. And Scott mm-hmm. McCoy. And then uh, Mickey did a lovely lead vocal on it. Sounds great. It's it's a sleeper, I think. I think it's the sleeper of the record because it's a very nice, beautiful song. And then you get to track eight, which is uh, another cover. And it's much more well-known outside of the U.S., but I think hardcore music fans probably know this song. I wish it could be Christmas Every Day by Wizard. Mm, yes, yes. Uh, which is Roy Wood and really kind of a glam stomper. And uh, our version's pretty stomping, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's, it, I mean, that uh, that song in, in Europe is a, is a perennial every Christmas you would hear. Mm-hmm. That and Roy Wood, obviously, from The Move and early ELO. He formed ELO with Jeff Lynn and uh, fantastic songwriter. So it's cool. And Mickey singing lead on that one. It's just what you think it is. Yeah. And then track nine, we have Davey again. Yeah, doing Silver Bells, the traditional. With a full new string section. Yes. And then track 10 is going to be a surprise. I think this is something that, you know, may be sacrilegious to some, but we did it. I don't think you so. Don't think, I don't think so either. But I, the first When I first heard it, I said, Mickey has to sing Wonderful Christmas Time because he's got such the Paul McCartney type voice. He can really, really do it. And, I think this is one of my favorite cuts on this record. Yeah, um, it's just uh, the Beatles and the Monkeys finally meet. Yeah, especially <laughs> since some people don't appreciate Wonderful Christmas Time who are not mm-hmm. McCartney lovers. But I, uh, Paul and Mickey obviously are such good friends from the past, and and it was the first Beatle he ever met, and he just he really took to it. And, and there's beautiful, beautiful Mellotron stuff on it as well that mm-hmm. Adam put on there. I just think it's it's great. And then track 11, we get Nez again. This one is produced by Jonathan Nesmith. And it's a song called Snowfall, which I know the Manhattan Transfer version. That's what I know. Yeah, about. I didn't even know that version. And then I went looking and listened. It's it's an amazing, very haunting. It's uh, For those music people out there, it goes from major to minor. It's major to minor changes. And uh, it's such a beautiful, beautiful arrangement that uh, Jonathan's come up with for this. And Nez just sounds perfect on this track. And if you go and YouTube some other versions of Snowfall, you'll find that it's like a haunting sort of jazz melody uh, that people start doing in the 30s. And it, it, it just, it's just so perfect because it is, uh, it is so unexpected. But again, one of my favorite things on the entire record. The comment I told Nez on the phone was, uh, it sounds like I didn't know the first national band had a Christmas record in 71 that RCA had on the shelf. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. So I think fans will be really happy. What do you think so far, Ken? Are you blown away? It sounds great. This is uh, something that's going to be very cool, especially to have around the holiday times. What about Peter Tork? He is track number 12, Angels We Have Heard on High. Uh, it's uh, a redo of the version that he did with James Lee Stanley a few years ago. Uh, he did a new vocal on it, uh, some new instr- instrumentation yeah, and the original one that he had put out with James Lee was just all instrumental. It didn't have a vocal at all. So um, we talked about a lot of different songs with Peter, and ultimately um, this is the one that, that uh, everybody agreed on and liked best, and he came in and, and did a vocal on it. And, and it's great to hear him singing again. Really wonderful. Yeah, uh, and a great performance uh, from him there. And the uh, standard edition, uh, there's a hint for you. Yes, that's another question. (laughs) Closes with uh, a remake, uh, Mickey singing Merry Christmas Baby. The uh, Otis Redding? 
Right. Well, a number of people have cut it. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, very bluesy, uh, soulful. Adam called it Beatles blues. <laughs> so it's Beatles blues. Kind of like Oh Darling. Exactly. Meets, and yeah. uh, very slinky, uh, very reminiscent of the end of Good Times. I was there and I was told I had a good time. You Kind of that same vibe on Merry Christmas Baby. Very good. So, yeah, I did tease that there's a standard and a, uh, a bonus track edition. The bonus track edition is going to be a Target exclusive, available only at Target. And it will include everyone's favorite, Ryu Chiyu. This one is unique because this is the Ryu Chiyu taken directly from the TV show audio where Andrew pulled that for us. For the yeah, movie, right? so it's, it's better it's better than the one that we had on the, the, uh, the deluxe edition of Pisces Aquarius, whatever, 10 or so years back. Yeah. It's, a, it's a much improved audio quality. Sounds really good, actually. And it also includes Christmas is My Time of Year, produced by Chip Douglas with uh, the three guys minus Mike in 76, right? That's right. Well, fan club. Uh, and it, it, it is uh, – is that u- a unique mix? Well, there's the single mix and then there's mm-hmm. the CD one. So I wasn't sure which one will be on here, but – It's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all find out together. Either way, it'll be great to finally have at home. You know what I mean? It's it, it's going to yeah. be under the official yeah. Monkeys banner now. Exactly. And some more fun facts. The album cover was drawn by Michael Allred. I know you know who that is, Ken. Oh, my God. I love Michael Allred. He's fantastic. <laughs> you want to tell the fans who he is? Michael Allred is, I'm going to call a retro comic book artist in the, in the sense that if I were drawing a Monkeys comic, he would be one of the top three people that that i would mention he's done madman silver surfer so many different things and he's done a lot of great stuff with batman 66 as well so just a fantastic comic artist this is going to be fantastic he also did one of the variants of the of the archies meets the monkeys comic book the spacey one if you want to yeah and he is also doing a whole new set of uh, illustrations for the lyric video for Unwrap You at Christmas that's going to be very much like She Makes Me Laugh. Oh, wow. That's going to be fantastic. He's, he's a true talent, so this is going to be fantastic. So, the, the good news is he's also a tremendously huge Monkees fan. And oh, he, this is kind of a dream of his. Believe me, I, I know that he is. Uh, I've seen him draw the Monkey Men, for example. He doesn't have to check references, folks. He he knows the uh, buttons and he knows the monkey man outfit. He he he's into it. So there you go, Christmas party. So let me let me make sure I got this right. The monkey's Christmas party. There's two different versions. There's the standard version with 13 tracks, and then the deluxe edition, which you can only get at Target. Correct. With Ryu Chiu and Christmas is my time of year, right? That's right. See, I've been paying attention. <laughs> and those are in stores on October the 12th. That's correct. And also available online. And then there's no vinyl as of yet, but it will come because we know that people will want it. But it, it's Yeah, it was kind of a bummer. You know, it, this came together so quickly that, you know, vinyl capacities at the plants, they have to have it months in advance. And it just didn't happen in time. So we'll have vinyl for sure next year. Yeah, the record, I mean, to say it came together quickly is actually a misnomer. It, yeah. <laughs> it took a long time to do the record, but we wanted to let the monkeys have as much time to do the things that they needed, and so we held up all the production until everybody, all four of the monkeys, were on the record, they did their thing, and, uh, you know, we didn't want to say, well, 
we decided not to have Michael on the record because we wanted to have vinyl out for the fans. We said, hey, we're going to stop everything. we got to get all four of the monkeys on this record. Yeah, we had a few uh, <laughs> uh, obstacles there. Yeah, so, I mean, so, but, I mean, it was the, it was the you know, there's, we had one job to do, which was to get all four of them to do a Christmas record, and we did it. So that's... Yeah. So the vinyl will be a will be a thing to look forward to later on for all the vinyl fans. In the meantime, we can start enjoying it. It'll be what on probably on streaming services too, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I know the gut reaction. Trust me, I get it. The gut reaction is, oh, here we go, a oh, monkey's Christmas record. Here comes. How could you do this after good times when it was such a high note? Trust me, you guys got to trust me. You will love this. It sounds so good. Well, if nothing else, it'll be great to have Christmas is my time of year officially in the Monkees catalog. I mean, if for nothing else, you would think that completists around the world would say, yes, finally, right? You'll be much happier than just that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think me. you'll find some more to the record than just than just that. Or an upgraded Ryuchi. So, um, and we're going to do some other fun events around towards the end of the year we're going to have we're going to celebrate the 50th anniversary of head with a special event in los angeles yes in november which the details are going to come out about that and then um mike and mickey will be back out on the road to make up the dates they uh missed this past june they'll be uh playing the makeup dates in march and perhaps a few other dates in that area as well and you know since this is going live this week we should remind people that the first national band are still out there. That's right. Michael Nesmith and the First National Band have been getting rave reviews, and uh, and they are hitting all of the Northeast right now. Tonight they're at, uh, in Alexandria at Birchmere, but I think the, the day that this goes out, they'll be in New York City, and, yep. and there are still tickets left. So if you're in New York City listening to this, go see Michael Nesmith do his First National Band material because you may not get a chance to see it again. Right. Absolutely. We encourage all of our listeners to do it. And of course, there are zilch buttons at each event. So get a red one or a blue one, depending on the city you're at. I want a white one. <laughs> well, they, there's white, too. I mean, just saying the predominant. <laughs> there, there's Andrew wanting all the variants. He wants all the variations to put out the zilch box set of buttons. He wants all of them. Uh, so... You must, you must have questions about this record. Well, I do. Um, did the guys sing on each other's tracks? No. <laughs> That's the honest answer. Um, it was not not for lack of wanting to. I think schedules and, you know, uh, and, and just everything was moving around in different ways. You had one member of the band had a quadruple bypass. <laughs> I mean, right. You can't we, forget about that. You know, mm. what happened was John had come to us to do this record last year and we didn't have enough time to do it and everybody was sort of scattered. And then this year there was a big push to get the record done, but it was being pushed right as the Mike and Mickey show was going out on the road mm. rehearsing all through May, which took a lot of rehearsing. And they said, well, can... Michael and Mickey come in and do vocals because it's it's uh, May and I said no I mean they've got to go hit the road and be on tour for all of June and then I said I promise you when they're done with this tour they're going to come in and do all the vocals for your Christmas record they'll be so happy they're going to be all primed having sung out live for several weeks and then we had to cut the uh, the tour short and take care of Michael I mean yeah, that the was bottom good. line so 
everything we were doing was in limbo. We could not, you know, I, I, I just couldn't answer any questions or do anything uh, until we made sure that Michael was safe and well. And he also wanted a lot of privacy, which is yeah. totally, totally understandable. And I'm just so glad he's out singing. And you hear these vocals on this record are the first ones he recorded after his operation and before the, uh, before the first national band tour. Now, that doesn't mean people were siloed in their own individual monkey fiefdoms with no interaction. Everybody uh, collaborated on the track listing. Everybody kibitzed. Uh, there were songs that I thought were shoe-in, and some people didn't like them, and they didn't make the record as a result. Uh, very active participants. Uh, you know, I don't think I'm telling anything out of school when I say we had an original track list that got blue all to smithereens. Yeah, we had a track list last year. We had a lot of different songs on the, that track list, and we had different people in mind to sing some of the songs than who were singing on the final record. So in many ways, the Monkees, just as they had before, did have a lot of creative input as to what they would do, wouldn't do, and if, if we were going against their wishes at any time, I certainly said, well, we can't do it. They would have slammed on the brakes, for sure. Yeah, so... So this is their record, uh, and um, I think the people who enjoy Good Times will enjoy this. It's in the same spirit. I mean, remember when Good Times came out, people were relieved at how good it was, and one person I, I read online said, God, you know, it just makes me think if only they'd done this every year, got together and did something like this, they'd have had all these cool records. So I think less of thinking of, is this the next headquarters of Pisces Aquarius? Uh, it's more like, we we're just very lucky that they got together and they did this in under the banner of the monkeys. Yeah. Think of it as birds and bees and monkeys. Yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of more in the, along those lines. Makes sense. Now the Jones estate, the the Jones family has put together along came Jones Media, and they're doing some cool stuff. They've recently uh, they they've got a book coming out, and I interviewed Sarah Jones on the show, and John she had nothing but great things to say about you, despite all my thoughts. Uh, no, she 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 really said some really wonderful things about you and you as well, Andrew. What was it like as far as getting the rights to use? Davies tracks and and use him for this release we definitely wanted the, the Jones girls to be part of this and to feel part of this so they were involved every step of the way um, they gave us their blessing to go to Chip to get the multis Chip Douglas was amazing and just so easy to work with and such a great guy and I sent the uh, tracks over, the finished tracks over to the Jones girls last week, and they were extremely pleased with it. And uh, they're very happy. And uh, Andrew, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. No, I mean, I'm just thrilled with Davey's presence on, on the album and, and the fact that he sounds so great on these tracks. And um, it, it's nice to have everybody involved and not feel like it's just uh, just – this group or that group or whatever, uh, that was one of the goals with this record was to make sure that all four of the monkeys and their families were involved in some way. And certainly we could not have done this record without Davy's family, mm -hmm. without Peter's family, mm -hmm. and without Michael's family. I mean, those three elements specifically were all done down to the family members helping out and getting the guys to do the vocals and getting them in the studio. Mickey was a lot easier to deal with. Not that his family wasn't supportive, but as they always are, but you know, Mickey was just primed to do a record. So it's great that it all kind of came together, but 
certainly without the families of, of Peter and Michael and of David, uh, we would not have a Christmas record. Correct. Well, this is fantastic. It's this is this is going to be something that everybody can enjoy through the years to come. And to me, this is way past due as far as I'm concerned. It's funny you say that because I mentioned this album and this concept to a few people, and almost all of them said the same thing. There's not already a Monkey's Christmas record, right? Yeah, yeah. So now there is. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it, it's something that the Beatles did, and you know, just about any band worth their salt has done something Christmas-wise, right? Or holiday-themed, yeah. you know. Cheap. So. Exactly. <laughs> now, now you're sweet talking to me, John. Uh, <laughs> we didn't say Christmas. Christmas. We, we said Christmas. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But this is something that you know, I've I've seen a couple people poo-poo it online, right? And. Those are people who are just wanting to be Scrooge, as far as I'm concerned. So, 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 don't be a Scrooge. I get it. I get it. It, it, it on the surface, it seems like a very cynical marketing exercise. Uh, I think the music will speak for itself, and hopefully, those people will buy it despite their initial misgivings. Well, I think too. I mean, I've seen some of the buzz, and I, I think their attitude is the same as why would it be any good? But I saw the same thing with Good Times. I mean. Mm. Yes. So many people were so down on the project and uh, that Michael wasn't going to be involved and how is this going to happen and that. And, and, you know, you have to sit and listen to it. And I think it's the same thing. It's always the same thing with the monkeys. There's always going to be people who don't like the monkeys. And then when the monkey, they lo- they say they love the monkeys and then when the monkeys do something, it's not exactly what they thought they should do. But that's kind of the gift of the Internet. Everybody has their opinion and speaks loud and clear and and – you, everybody has a choice to buy or not to buy this record, but it will be in stores on October the 12th. Yes, we'd love for you to buy it. <laughs> Fantastic. So, make, that, make that choice, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Christmas is your time of year, it sounds like there's a Christmas party from the monkeys. It sounds like it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yes, hopefully, hopefully everyone will come down with Melikalikimaka. Yes, we'll have a pink, <laughs> pink party hat. Yeah, there you go. That may be the only cure is the pink party hat. So. Yes. Could be, could be. But the monkeys at Christmas and fun, that, that all seems to, to go together. Yeah. You know, people will be pleasantly surprised by this record. People always underestimate the monkeys. And I think this will be no exception. And then once the music gets out there, it, people are going to feel really good about it. Now, people will kill me if I don't ask this next question. All right. Will there be a proper follow-up to Good Times? Hmm. I would like there to be. I certainly, I certainly would love the Monkees to have one more crack at, at another full-fledged album. And, and it's something we discussed a year ago, certainly in the aftermath of the success of Good Times. I would love it. Um, but I don't think they would do another record that would be exactly like Good Times because they're the Monkees. They never repeat anything. No, I think it would be it, – it, in, in a dream world, I think all three of the guys would want three different things. Right. And we would we would somehow – make it all happen under the roof of the monkeys which we do yeah and then you know and then it would be to try and get something notable from uh, david to mm-hmm. be on the record because again it's it's never going to be the monkeys without uh david i think i agree with that a thousand percent i mean yeah. you ask the average person on the street you know uh that's not involved in zilch or not a huge fan and the first thing that you they bring up when you mention the monkeys is oh, david jones right 
who replaces Davy Jones when right. you go out on tour? Right. Nobody replaces Davy Jones. What do you mean? Right. You don't have a guy? Who sings I'm a Believer <laughs> then if Davy's not there? Yeah. You lead on that. Exactly. You know, Mickey sang that. I'm having the same conversation with every Uber and Lyft driver. Where oh, are we going? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that's a good question. But, again, I think that the, the shadow of good times looms large, and there is – there is a certain responsibility I think everybody feels to try and live up to doing something that's as good or better. Yeah. Uh, in terms of this record, we wouldn't have done it if it wasn't good. Uh, right. If it didn't turn out good, we would have shelved it. But in terms of a follow-up to good times, if there's one thing that I've learned, if there's one thing the three guys have learned, if there's one thing Andrew has certainly learned, it is the phrase, say it all together now, never say never. Mm-hmm. Right. So... Anything you want to tell folks, and in, in, you know, before we leave, anything you want to tell folks about this? October twelfth, buy it. Merry Christmas, everybody! Thank you for all your support through the year, and uh, and also thanks for standing by, Mickey and Michael, when uh, Michael has had his health issues. It's a really tough time for his family and for everybody who loves him. So uh, I want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart for uh, coming out to the shows, and then hopefully we'll see you all in March for the makeup dates and. Uh, Go support the First National Band. If you love that music, go see Nez. Absolutely. And don't forget to pick up Peter's album. You need to do that. You know, support what these guys do. Right. For, for me, I, you know, in closing, I'm super thankful to um, to Mickey, Michael, Peter, and, and the Jones girls and Bobby Boyce. I mean, this is, again, uh, I thought Good Times was a dream come true, and then the dream came true a second time. So just nothing but thanks and gratitude. And even Chip Douglas. Come on. It doesn't get much better than that. Chip Douglas, yeah. He, Chip, came, he Chip really came through, through for us. And James Lee Stanley. Got to give him a shout out to James Lee Stanley as yes. well. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank you guys for shimming down the Zilch chimney here early. I'm surprised it was open this this time of year. <laughs> but if, We have laminates. So oh, yeah. There in. you go. <laughs> well, excellent. So thank you guys for dropping by. And October 12th. The Christmas Party from the Monkees. Or the Monkees Christmas Party. However you want to say it. Whichever or you the Monkees Present the monkeys. Christmas Party. <laughs> that one still messes me up. Oh, the Monkees Present man. Michael, David, Mickey, and Peter's Christmas Party. <laughs> oh, well, there was one, you know, since we're uh, talking about that, there was one joke that Mickey and I uh, kept going back and forth. We wanted to call the record, you know, because the song Jesus Christ is on it. We wanted to call it the Monkees Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you have to say it yeah I don't think that would have flown in Target no, you know, no. probably wouldn't have been in Walmart and Target that way no. yeah. maybe we'll make some new Monkees fans maybe some you know we always think about ourselves and well what do I want as a Monkees mm-hmm. fan and my thing is always I hope there's some new fans for the Monkees so that I don't have to hold the flag for the rest of my life that maybe some new younger people will come along and be, be uh, into the Monkees maybe who you never know they might hear a song on this record and it might be the thing that triggers their uh the end of their lives like ours <laughs> their monkey dumb. yeah fantastic all right well thank you guys and you you heard it get out there get both editions and just have a great holiday season thank you rhino thank you john hughes thank you andrew sandoval merry christmas baby merry christmas thanks ken all right we will see you guys all right see you soon bye talk to you soon bye bye Christmas means love and 
And that's our show. Zilch is an online nonprofit monkeys audio fanzine made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the monkeys or any of their members past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Burke. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around.